So I've been sitting here thinking about what to do an episode on, and it just occurred to me that yesterday actually was an entire year that I've been a vegan. And I remembered it the 31st of December, the day before that, when, you know, we were getting ready for the new year to come. And I was like, yes, I get to, you know, celebrate one year of veganism. Something must have happened because it completely slipped my mind. And so this episode is entirely dedicated to my one year of veganism, which I'm super grateful for. I kind of want to talk about the journey of becoming a vegan because for me, it's been very profound. Um, It's had a lot to do with conditioning. It's had a lot to do with uh, self-control, which is something that a lot of people including myself, find themselves uh, struggling with. Definitely something uh, that I've struggled with. I've experienced uh, addiction with many things in the past, and um, that's why I'm grateful to be a vegan and to be so disciplined with this level of self-control to be able to continue this journey of a uh, healthier diet and it's not just the diet it's definitely a lifestyle you know i i uh, i turn down wearing anything that has leather you know i'm just i'm all about animal rights i don't see myself as any more or less than animals we are all one in this universe and we really need to breathe that fact in uh but i want to first talk about the uh conditioning aspect of it because almost three years ago which i believe january 23rd or 24th 2017 was when I began my journey as a vegetarian and it's very interesting the way it came about too actually um it kind of all happened in like one evening which is very interesting and quite uh different I guess you could say because a lot of people that are making these kinds of changes it takes a lot of them really needing to you know do some self-talk or some like you know hey, I'd like to treat this body better, you know, let's do something about it. But for me, things change in an interesting way for me. Um, all you really got to do is tell me how bad something is for me and I'll stop doing it. <laughs> so, pretty much on the first time. And so we were walking through the aisles of the grocery store the one night, me and my girlfriend and her mother, and I was looking at the different foods And I want to say right off the bat, anything that's processed, I don't really consider it food. It has a bunch of extra stuff in it for you that could potentially lead to diseases. And, um, you know, I was viewing these foods. And simultaneously, I was also on my phone looking up different things in these foods. And it finally occurred to me. I realized what was in these different foods and what these different things can do to you. And that's when I thought to myself this whole time I've been polluting my body and I kid you not the reason I say that it's different is because this instance was different because I grew extremely sick to my stomach and I almost vomited I felt very I felt I felt a very different energy come over me and I, I, I'd never really been familiar with this energy, but this energy was a massive wave of change because since that day, 
almost three years ago. It'll be on January 23rd, 24th. Um, I believe it's the 24th. Since that day, I've never eaten meat. And I'm not going to again. Also, I'm not going to again because throughout these years, on top of, you know, what I've already believed myself to be true, that, you know, animals are no less than us and they deserve rights, they deserve to live, experience this beautiful life and everything. I always, I I, I also came to understand that eating animals is actually weird, you know, and this is what I'm talking about in terms of conditioning. Like, I've actually conditioned myself to believe that eating animals is weird, but it didn't take a lot of effort. It didn't take me having to go into it and, like, look at it. It was more of a sit-down kind of, like, not even a sit-down. It kind of just came into my mind. You know, after the conditioning matter of, like, getting myself away from meat, I saw everything completely different. You know, I, I looked at the fact that I'd ever eaten meat in my life, and I became confused because I thought to myself, this doesn't make any sense. You're eating something that's no less or more than you. You're eating something that is you, that is one with you. And I do understand that the same can be said about plants. But, you know, everything in this universe is one. And once I realized that it was very strange that I'd ever eaten meat in the first place, I realized how, you know, similar in terms of structure, you know, biological structure we are. And it became clear to me that throughout all this time, we've created an imbalance in the natural essence of life, how life is meant to be, and that's when I realized that animal agriculture is wrong, and it needs to change. And obviously, it is the number one leading, clause, uh, leading cause of climate change. And, you know, realizing that animals deserve a chance to live, that was huge for me. And I never really thought about these things earlier. And so that's when I thought to myself, well, why are animals being brought up? you know, as livestock, just to die. That's not right. And just all these different things, like, I'm literally now in a place where if I see someone cooking meat, or if I see, you know, like, a butcher or something like that, I get very sick to my stomach. I've completely conditioned my mind to understand something as it truly is and this is really cool too because I'm coming at a, I'm, I'm coming at it from a place of neutrality and it's more so you know it's not for or against it it's just as is but I'm also against it I'm against the fact that animals are brought up you know as livestock just to have their lives taken from them which you know, we will get to the point where in the future, because this is the direction in which we're headed, 
um, you know, we're now going to come to realize that, well, yeah, it's just not necessary to eat animals, and you don't need to eat animals. And another thing on top of this is that, you know, people say chicken tastes good. No. Chicken is practically tasteless. It's the spices and different ingredients that you use with it that gives it the taste that it has. And that's just the fact of the matter. That's what it is. And so we're going to be now coming to a time when we're going to all realize, you know, little by little building everything up, that it's not the way. And that, you know, raising animals as livestock just to consume them is wrong. Well, considering that it never was right, it makes it wrong. And that's the case. That's just how it works. And so, you know, all this conditioning really led me to see things in a very different way. And, you know, it's always been, you know, growing up, I've always been in or I should say on the defense with animals, with, you know, what we call insects and, you know, uh, ants or spiders. Whenever someone wanted to kill a spider and then they did, that broke me inside. I, I hurt when that thing was killed. And that's when I started to realize that there was a deeper connection between me and that spider. And that's when I started to see things differently. And, you know, it's interesting because it's not just that there's no difference between that spider and I, but that spider and I are the same. Like, literally the same being. Like, it's, there's, there's no separation at all whatsoever. And so... I've had several awakenings throughout my life earlier on where it's like, you know, you shouldn't be eating this if you feel this way about it. And from there, it started to change. You know, I remember um, a while before Thanksgiving, years ago, probably five or so years ago, and I arrived at this, it was like this house or this building in town, and behind it there were a bunch of caged turkeys or chickens or something like that, and I just realized how they'd been, you know, mistreated in that kind of, it's not just, it's not just how animals are being treated through action but how they are being housed, that in and of itself is a goddamn crime. And that's when part of it started to happen. You know, I saw that, and then I started complaining about it, and then I thought to myself, the only way that you have any validation to complain about this is if you change your ways. And then that's when I realized, I was like, wow, that's so true. I have to change my ways. I've got to change my diet. I've got to change the way I see this stuff so that I can continue the journey of changing my diet, of changing myself, of changing my perception. Because the fact of the matter is that our perception is the problem. How is a cow any less than a dog or a cat? 
how is a chicken any less than a dog or a cat? Just because you can't quote-unquote be friends with it means that it's different? No. That's bullshit. Yes, our perception is the problem. That's a fact of the matter. Anyway. It took a lot of conditioning to get me to this point. But I'm really happy to be here. Because it's also taught me self-control. Which I'm super grateful for. Self-control has really taken a toll. In a very positive way. In my life. And... You know, because I've been able to look at things, like, when I decided to go, you know, I thought that going vegetarian was hard, but the funny thing is going vegan is so much harder than going vegetarian, because I still liked a lot of dairy products. I'm past it now. It's been a year. I'm past it now. But, you know, and I knew I had to be this way, and I wanted to be this way. I needed to be this way. Because it was the only way for me to live, to make sense out of living. And so, the self-control that I was cultivating through these practices of going from, you know, being a meat eater to a vegetarian to vegan, you know, it was like, this is what you're going to do, and it's as simple as that. And so I eventually stopped it all, and I don't consume any dairy or any eggs now. But that aspect of self-control has poured out into other aspects of my life, which I'm super grateful for. And it's just made the journey incredible. So, like I said before, I dedicate this episode to my one entire year of veganism. I'm super grateful for that. Just to end it off with some humor, <laughs> because this is a very serious episode, because I do take this journey very seriously. If I didn't, I wouldn't be where I am. But um, no, I remember very early on, you know, I and I, I still do. I, I always look at packaging to make sure that I can have something. But you know, very early on, I remember making jokes about like like. Can't have this, can't have that, can't have that, can't have this, can't have that, can't have the other, can't have this, can't have that, can't have the other. And, yeah, it was just, it was it was something humorous. And, um, but the, the, the very fact that I was able to maintain the whole can't have this, can't have that, can't have the other, you know, just displays the self-control in and of itself. And that is something I'm profoundly grateful for. So yeah, that's it, my friends. Veganism is a sustainable diet, and it is the way of the future. It's not just a diet, but it's a lifestyle in and of itself. Like I said before, animal agriculture is the leading, is the leading cause of climate change. We can all make a difference. 